welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And guys, guess what? This is episode 100. It really does. It seems like, I mean, it seems like not very long at all that I started this. And then it also seems like it's been a while. And today we, we're going to explore, well, first of all, thank you so much for for listening to the podcast. I don't know how long you've been listening. If you're a newer person that listens, that binged all the episodes at once, or if you're someone that's been listening since the beginning. But regardless, I, I truly thank you. You know, my, my mission in doing this podcast is to help single people realize that they can be happy as they are. Because for so long, like we, we, we worry about our experiences. We, we worry about, oh, well, only if I would have had this experience, my life would be better. Oh, only if I would have done this thing, my life would be better. You know, I like the example of Joseph of Egypt that waited in jail for like 17 years. He was in captivity for 17 years. He was a good guy. He tried his best. God just had a different plan for him. You know, and I think when we start thinking that God has a different plan for us, it it kind of changes our lives. It really does. It shifts things for us because we, we spend so much time worrying about our past instead of just focusing on what would thou have me do? You know, so the topic for today, well, the loose topic, because we might, I don't know, we might go in a different direction. I kind of like the, some of the stuff that came out just barely. But the topic originally is we can't go back and change the past, but it sure doesn't stop me from trying sometimes. Sometimes, so many times, I think it's about me. I think, oh, if only I would have done this, if only I would have done this. But we don't have to think about the past. Because we're on God's time, we're not on ours. You know, I, I've had some interesting experiences over the past. So I'm, I'm actually recording this up in, up in a, a beach house in Seaside, Oregon. And I, I've been on a trip now for the past almost two weeks. I'm about to go home here and leaving today and getting home tomorrow or so. And it, it's interesting as I've been on this trip that I've had experiences that I wish I could go back and change but they actually worked out pretty well. You know, it was, I, I wanted to go up to this place called Steveston. And if you guys follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you'll, you'll know some of these things that I'm telling you. But I wanted to go to this place called Steveston. And if you guys have ever seen Once Upon a Time, the, the show that was on ABC for a long time, I really, really liked that. And so I wanted to go see this little village and it was funny because once I got there, it wasn't the experience I was looking for. And, and you know what I did? <laughs> I started just, I did everything I could to try to feel and experience what these characters might have felt. You know, I, I drove my car in the city. I drove my car down the, down the street at night, just like the main character does in the pilot episode. I mean, I just, I kept walking in and out of these stores, hoping and expecting to experience something. 
to experience a feeling. And then I start kicking myself and say, oh my goodness, I wish that I would have come here five years ago when they were actually filming. And then after a while, I just started connecting with some of the locals, which actually gave me a really good, because like, I, I travel alone all, often. And so it gave me a really good thing to be able to talk to the locals about like, hey, are you a local? And if they weren't a local, then we kind of bonded even more because they're a solo traveler or a fellow traveler and I'm a, and I'm a traveler. And that's actually a pretty helpful thing to do is just ask someone, hey, are you a local? And if, if, they, if they are, you can ask them something cool about the area. But, you know, regardless, it's going to connect you. And, and so it's interesting as I started asking some of the locals, like, hey, what, what was your experience? I, I realized something. Some of them loved when the, when the show was there and some hated it. But even when the show was there, everybody was kept at arm's length. Everybody was kept at arm's length or in a lot of the, the directors and everything. They wanted people out of the way. And so, I mean, I have a thought, like a lot of people go and myself included, um, we go to these places to see these movies because we want to experience what those characters experience. You know, we're going through so many challenges in our own lives that we truthfully, we just want to feel some of that energy, experience some of that energy. And we're sad that we don't have it. You know, I, I talk about, like, you know, in the title, like, it doesn't stop us from trying. Oh my goodness. There was a time in my life that I truthfully, I prayed to go back in time. And you know what I prayed to go back in time for? Because I, I bought this, this uh, Star Wars Micro Machines micro machine set that wasn't that cool yes this was many many years ago but I still remember this like I truthfully prayed that I could go back in time <laughs> I mean you know you think about all the decisions you make and the choices you make and that that was the one Joseph that's the one you prayed to go back in time for I don't know maybe maybe we had a lot more faith as little kids and it's like well maybe you could do it for me We all want to go back. You know, I had this, so I, I mean, I'm, like I said, I've been on this two-week trip and what the, the main point of this trip was actually to go to a training and a retreat with a guy named George Pransky and his wife, Linda Pransky. And in this training, which was held up in LaConnor, Washington, if you guys never heard of them, um, George Pransky is actually Michael Neal's mentor. So this guy's amazing. And I ask him the question. I ask him the question, like, what do I do? You know, so often I, I just want to go, like, I've got so many things that I wish I would have done differently. And she almost looked at me like, well, yeah, we all do. And then she actually said that. She's like, Joseph, like, we all have things that we want to go back and we would, reg not, reg not even regret, but that we would go back and fix. But, you know, it's it's funny coming back, like, uh, on this thread of how God uses us where we are. I, I was having a beautiful, I was having a beautiful conversation with uh, a client and her husband last night that I'm actually staying with. 
at their awesome beach house and and uh, her name's Shannon Simons and she is an amazing amazing author and we were talking last night with with her and her husband and I, the, the thing that really stuck in my mind from the conversation was something another podcaster has said named Emily Freeman like god meets us where we are and i'd heard that before, but it kind of just, it hit me in a different way. Because a lot of times I talk to people about, oh, well, you were right where you're supposed to be, as if I'm the voice of God saying, yes, you are where you're supposed to be. And, and it's interesting because as I heard that phrase last night, and it was something that Scott brought up, we were kind of talking about how, you know, we're basically God will use us where we are. But I don't think we're always meant to stay where we are. I, I think we're meant to grow. We're meant to create. We're meant to do all kinds of things. You know, I, I think in terms of a production assistant on a film set, I think that's one of the lowest, the lowest, po- the lowest people on the totem pole. That's where everybody starts. And it's to see if you can hack it. It's to see if you can take it. You can take the schedule of, of that. And so every one of us are given directions and guidance. We are essentially God's errand boys or girls. And if we do that best that we can in that sphere, our sphere is going to grow. So if you think that God has you where he wants you, he may. I'm not saying he doesn't, just to be very clear. I'm saying I don't know. This is something I'm, I'm just exploring. But he does. He uses us exactly where we are. Not where we think we need to be. And even in the case of Joseph of Egypt, you know, God used him to save an entire people, like many entire peoples. You know, he saved the Egyptians. He saved other people in the surrounding areas. And there was so much that, you know, that God did from that action. And and when you start understanding that you don't have to go back and change your past because God can use it to create an incredible future. I mean, it's like we want to go back in time, but we want to go back in time with all of our experience or our knowledge. That's not how it works. I mean, not that we can go back in time, but if you've ever figured it out, let me know. But even then, your life will turn out so much more beautifully if you stop worrying so much about it. So coming back to this example, when I was up in Steveston, uh, Canada, well, that actually, that actually worked out super cool too because um, the conditions were made perfect so that I could go to Canada at the exact time that I could go. And I don't want to go too much into detail on that, but like, it was it was just perfect and ironically if i had cho- if i'd been able to stay with my client and and friend like at the same time that i wanted to i would have missed my opportunity go- to go to uh, steveston and that was something i'd wanted to do for so long it was like heavenly father said hey joseph go do this 
But, but God even had a purpose in taking me to Steveston. I'd looked online and there was, a Airbnb, there was a bed and breakfast I wanted to stay at that was actually pretty cheap. And I went and they didn't have any rooms that night. And looking back, what I would have done is just, you know, got, got the room for the next night and, you know, had that experience with them. But apparently that wasn't what was in the cards. Now, if you've ever traveled internationally, it uh, pops up on your phone that, by the way, you have, you have internet, but it's about the smallest internet you could ever have. And if you want to upgrade, click this button. But you click that button, and because the internet's not very good, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> so, you know, you have to find like a Wi-Fi spot or something. And, and anyways, I, I sat down. I was exhausted. I was frustrated. And I'd already had an emotionally long weekend. Sometimes we're going through emotional things, and we don't even realize we are. Like we're going through these, I mean, I was going through this retreat with, you know, these different emotional changes that are happening underneath, almost like an earthquake. You don't realize the actual, you'll realize the actual earthquake. You don't realize all the shifting that's happening. And so every one of us, especially when you go through those retreats, you're having these emotional experiences. And I just crammed so much in that by the time I got to Steveston, I was exhausted. I was tired. And I'd already walked around the city because I was trying to experience what the characters experienced. And so I finally got online and I, I booked this Airbnb that was the least expensive I could find. I mean, Canada's pretty expensive. And I are definitely a lot more expensive than most of the US. And I found this place and I, I finally was able to book it. And that even wasn't working for a while. Like it, but it finally went through. And I went and I stayed in this house. And it was not what I wanted. There were, there were some things about the house that I was not thrilled with. And I was probably going to write at least a little bit of a review that, you know, kind of told people how things really were. Oh, the bed's a little bit too firm. Like the uh, bathroom situation's a bit awkward. Like, and the night I got back before I was about to leave, the owner was actually there and we sat down and talked and oh my goodness, he guys, if you ever want to be slapped in the face by God, <laughs> this was that moment. You know, I thought this trip was all about me and all about everything I wanted to do and everything I wanted to see. And I learned something very powerful that day. I was sitting with this woman and she started sharing with me about her challenges and, and the things that she was going through. And then she told me how th this is an Airbnb that has like multiple, multiple rooms. And she lets college kids stay there for free sometimes because she just wants to help them get further in their life. Yeah. That's that's the moment you're like, oh my goodness, I'm feeling like a horrible person. And I and she basically actually asked me to essentially do some a little bit of coaching with her. Like, what would you do? And I pointed her back inside. I pointed her back to what re resides in each of us. That spirit, the spirit that that guides us, and that inner voice that if we listen to will lead us far better than we could imagine. 
and I, I also left her, I don't know if you got, I, I can't remember if I've told this before, but I, I, I was inspired to create these books for As a Man Thinketh, my own particular version, because it's public domain. And I leave these copies with different people that I stay with. And so I left her with this copy of As a Man Thinketh. And, you know, and I, and I also left her with a card that just said, hey, you're doing, you're doing a great work. I didn't say this is where you're meant to be, fortunately, because I'm learning that God meets us where we're at. It's like, hey, you want to go here? Okay, I, I can use you there. You want to go play at this higher field? Okay, I can use you there. We can't get so caught up into thinking that we know better than God. There's a in what's a study guide called the Bible Dictionary. There's something about prayer that says prayer is about aligning our will to God's. But that comes through a conversation, an alignment of two things. Like, I'm not saying God's will necessarily shifts or like his, his commandments don't shift. But he can use us in multiple ways. He wants us to be happy too. And he knows what's going to make us happy and knows what's going to help us be able to return to him as well. And so, you know, in this trip that I felt really inspired to take and everything just kind of worked out, when I was booking this Airbnb, I was thinking to myself after the first night, I was, because I was exhausted and tired and just, oh, the kid next, the guy in the next room over was playing guitar and I play too, but sometimes I just want quiet. And it was just, it was just that powerful moment. So God can use you wherever you're at. And your past is not the horrible, awful thing that you thought it was. That's only when you get caught up in your thinking about your past. You get caught up in your memories. That's all that you're experiencing. We all figure this life out at different, at, at different speeds. And we all learn different lessons. You know, the quickest way to do anything is just to listen and act. Listen, act. Listen, act. Listen, act. I mean, this podcast is actually a great example of this. Yesterday, I... The uh, coast of Oregon is not always the friendliest of coast is. I don't, I don't mean the people. The people are wonderful. I mean the actual weather. And there were these places that I really wanted to see, many of which you've seen in the Goonies movie. And I wanted to see these beautiful inspirational uh, vistas, looking over cliffs and such. And that wasn't to be because they have this maritime layer, which is just like this giant fog. And I waited and I waited and I waited for it to clear at multiple places and no dice. So I went to all these really cool places and could hardly see any of them because of the fog. And so finally, I just like, I asked finally at the end of the day, Lord, what would thou have me do? Which I'd also started asking more than the day after I left that lady's house that I'd stayed at after I'd been able to serve her and share with her how much God loves her. 
And my life became, the day became so much better. But so I asked this question yesterday and it was like, yeah, it's time to go home. But before that, I was able to get this really cool picture in front of this landmark that happened to be by a guy that was actually a photographer. And his wife kind of joked, he's a photographer, you'll have to pay him. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. And then I looked at his picture and it's actually pretty good. Um, so I was grateful for that. And then I came back and I, instead of thinking, okay, well, now's the perfect time to record the podcast. It was, well, I'm, I'm just going to go and check and watch the Arsenal game. I, you know, I'm just going to skip through the, the quick stuff. And an hour later, <laughs> it was that the window was pretty much gone and I was kicking myself. Like, oh my goodness, I really wanted to record one episode. I, I'm literally, I'm looking at the beach right now. Like I'm, I'm looking out of the window at the beach right now. And it is just beautiful. I mean, it, honestly, it's foggy. There's a lot of grass on the beach. You know, you don't normally see some of these things, but it, it's, a, it, it's beautiful. And I really wanted to do an episode. And last night I was just kicking myself because after that hour, my... My, uh, my Shannon came home and her, and her husband came home and I'm like, oh man, I missed my window because I wanted to spend time with them, of course. And then this morning I woke up and I woke up naturally about 15 minutes before my alarm was supposed to go off and no one was here. And so I quickly called, I called uh, Shannon up and I'm like, hey, are you, are you coming back soon? Are you gone for a while? And you're kind of like actually hoping she'd be gone for a while. And she's like, oh no, I'm going to probably be like, be a 45 minutes. And then I'm like, Oh, cool. Well, I'm going to record my podcast. And she's like, well, actually it's, it'll probably be closer to an hour. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank you. You know, we're so worried about missing our opportunities, missing our windows that we don't realize there's another window right there. I mean, and, and the funny thing that strikes me, even this moment is I could have asked and said, Hey, I would really like to record a podcast while sitting here, staring at the ocean what, what is your plans tomorrow morning? Funny enough, that had never struck me last night because we're so worried about, oh, I missed this opportunity. I missed this window. I missed this thing. I, I love a quote that I've seen on social media plenty of times. You're not powerful enough to mess up God's plans for you. And it doesn't matter how much your past has been hard and challenging and awful and frustrating. Because you can't do anything about it. And please understand when I say, there are so many times that I think about my past. And it was funny when I, you know, I talked about what Linda Pransky said to me. She's like, yeah, we all do. What's the, like, so what? I'm like, no, but, but what do I do about it? I was like, well, there's nothing to really do except to don't think that. All we have to do is stop thinking about the things that bother us and frustrate us. You know, I had a really cool, um, I had a really cool insight just recently. And it was this. So when you put your hand close to a stove, it gets hotter, right? If you make the mistake of touching the stove, then it's going to really get hot and it's going to really hurt. So we start thinking about stuff and all of a sudden our body literally starts feeling warm. Maybe the back of your neck starts, 
feeling warm and your chest starts feeling warm and your heart starts racing. When your body starts literally feeling warm, I mean hot, like not warm in a good way, like, oh, this is warm and nice. It's like hot and like, oh, that means you're getting closer to the burner. No, if you stop thinking about whatever you're thinking about, that feeling will go away. But we spend so much time in that space, thinking about that, thinking about how we've missed our opportunities or we only wish we would have done better. Guys, we learn as we go. I mean, even on this trip, so one of the things I did, I went and saw the Goonies sites. Well, a few of like the main ones. And sadly, I forgot to take a picture in front of the main jail, but I did take pictures inside the jail and even with the car outside the jail, but I forgot to take that one picture and I'm like, oh, it's like a 30 minute drive up to Astoria from where I'm staying. And I was like, okay, that's okay. But when I, when I was it and just kind of letting it go and, you know, realizing there's other things I'd rather be doing. But one of the cool things I saw when I was in a story, when I was in the jail, I saw the set, I saw the schedule for a day of filming and I loved what it said at the be- at the bottom. So it had the, the main things they wanted to do and then it said, if time permitting, then we'll do this. I loved that because I, I struggle sometimes putting way too much into a day or just being so overwhelmed because there is so much to see and we have this thought I might never get here again. I mean, honestly, I've, I haven't been to the Oregon coast since I was like, I don't know, three, four, five, somewhere around there, maybe seven. I haven't been here forever. And what if I don't get to see everything? Oh, well. You can't live your life perfectly because there's no such thing. I mean, the more you travel, the more you're going to learn how to best travel. The more you do anything, the more you're going to learn. If you pause and pay attention. It's like we spend so much time worrying, so much time wondering. It's like, oh, this morning... You know, the, the immediate thought when I realized I was alone was, oh, how long are they going to be gone? And then the spirit just said, Joseph, just pick up your phone and call and ask. And it was perfect. Action beats thinking about it. I'm not saying to take drastic action, guys, just to clarify. I'm just, I'm just saying take a tiny action. I don't mean like, oh, I'm overwhelmed in my thinking. Let me go make this massive life change and see how it works. But even when you do that, like when I made my massive life change years ago, immediately I had that hot, yucky feeling. I just didn't realize what it was. <laughs> that's, that's all it was. I, I just didn't realize what it was. That hot, yucky feeling is saying, hey, you're st- stop thinking about this. This isn't it. This isn't what I'm telling you to do. If it is what you're being told to do, or if it is a good step for you, you will feel peace. You will feel good. We learn this life through feedback. And we have the perfect feedback system. Everything is feedback. 
When I take a step forward, if I feel good about it, awesome, keep going. If I feel bad, like yucky, not just not just thinking, but like literally a feeling in my body, especially with bigger decisions, it just it just means stop. I don't know what it is for you that you wish you would have done differently. For me, many of the past 10 years or so, I haven't done that much. Because I was so worried about doing the perfect thing. I was worried about thought. I was worried about getting... I was worried about lots of things. Worried about inconveniencing people. Well, guess what? Some of those people I could have quote-unquote inconvenienced are now really struggling. And when I say inconvenienced, I mean really pestered and reached out to about coaching them. I know people that used to be in a really great place in life that if I'd coached them at the time, they'd be in a much better place. And instead, they're they're in a much worse place. You are not the only person having problems. You're not the only person having challenges. You know, I was on, I was on Indian Beach where according to the post and according to the signs that were there, that was where some of the scenes from Twilight were filmed. I've never actually seen it. And as I was walking the beach, I saw this other person and I started talking to her and, you know, and it turned out that they'd, uh, they'd broken up with their partner recently and, and we just had a, a beautiful little conversation. It, it wasn't anything crazy. And I just invited her to listen to the podcast episode that probably is the one I, I recommend to lots of people because most people are like, they're trying to figure out their next step. And it's that episode 77, what do I do when I don't know what I want to do? I don't know how it all works. I don't know how God places us. I don't know how he places other people. But I don't have to. When I'm allowing myself to just be in the moment instead of saying the perfect thing or doing the perfect thing or thinking, oh, how's that going to sound? I'm in the present moment. I'm in the perfect moment. I think the other thing that bothers us is, oh my goodness, this experience is about to end. But it's only an immediate thought. And immediately when we get it, we start feeling that hotter feeling getting closer to the stove. Instead of just letting ourselves be. Let yourself come back to now. Let yourself come back to happiness. I kick myself knowing that if only I would have known the things that I know now, I could have been basically traveling the world and, and mostly just in the U.S. all the time, still doing the work I love to do and also allowing myself to be put in places where I can do God's work even more. God will meet you where you are. You are not destined to whatever you're doing for the rest of your life. If you don't want to, 
you know, I think of Jack Canfield, which, which for a while was, he was a teacher. And he served and he did incredible things in that sphere. And then he was called to another sphere. And yes, he did an incredible work in those classrooms. But now he does an incredible work across the world. You are not destined to stay where you are. You were always meant to grow. I, I love the I love the phrase, the fullness of the measure of our of our creation. That's all you're going for. You're not going for the fullness of the measure of somebody else's creation. It's of your creation, what you're created for. And there's only one single person that can point you in that direction. And that's God. And if you're not a religious person, that's the inner voice, the the higher power, the, the bigger thing than you that guides you and leads you. All I do in my coaching when I work with people is point them back to that. I point them back to that beautiful feeling. You know, the cool thing about the beautiful feeling, it's just telling you, hey, you're either on the right track or you can trust what you're feeling in this moment. And when you have the yucky feeling, it's saying, hey, don't trust what you're feeling. You know, we have dreams. We have all kinds of stuff. I mean... Even last night, I'd, I'd had a dream that when I woke up, I started overthinking about it, and it, I started to feel that hot feeling. I was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm not thinking about the right thing. Come back. I mean, I, I truly do. I believe that, you know, Heavenly Father can speak to us th- through our dreams. But if it doesn't leave you feeling peace or it doesn't give you an immediate action, it wasn't for you. I believe the adversary can mess with us through our dreams too. And even just the events of the day, like I've seen that as well. Like I've watched way too much of The Office one day and all of a sudden I'm dreaming about The Office. (laughs) It's probably just a a simple feedback mechanism to say, hey, Joseph, do you want to live in the world of The Office or do you want to live in your own world? I mean, and are you living in your world or are you living in your past? Are you living in the land of memories of, oh, if only I should have, if only I could have? Or are you living in the now? There's a phrase from, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, but there's a phrase that from Alcoholics Anonymous that says, it's pretty well known. Help me to accept the things that I, I can't change and to change the things that I can. There is so much more within your power in this moment right now that if you just start living into, your life can be more amazing than you've ever known. Sometimes we think that what we're doing is not good enough. You know, our church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, has a, an inspirational conference every six months. And amazing, amazing, inspired men speak in this conference. 
and uh, we've got a prophet, twelve apostles, and and they speak, and and you know some women leaders speak as well, and they are amazing. And one of the things that I do at this time, especially when I'm not feeling like I'm living up to my potential, is I start worrying. Oh, wait a second. God's going to tell me, Joseph, you're not on the right path. And I had a beautiful experience because this conference I was actually at with the Pranskis was during this time of this other inspirational conference. So I've been listening to it as I've been driving. And I had the beautiful inspiration that just said, hey, Joseph, this is what I want you to do. I want you to speak to people. I want you to inspire people. I want you to be the it's possible guy. I know that sounds super corny, guys, but it's not sounding as corny to me anymore. Because if it's possible in my life for me to change everything about my life that I don't like or be in the process of doing so, then it's possible for every one of you. I I did not choose that title. That title was given to me. That title was given to me. And my job is to go out and show people that they can live their best life. And the Lord provides. It was like last last month, I wanted to go on a trip to California and I... I didn't have the resources necessary to do it. And then this month before this conference, I I had all the resources that I needed to be able to do it. We need to start acting instead of stop thinking about what we want to do. You want to do something? Go do it. Doing something is the best way to get feedback. I, I think we spend so much time thinking about our past. Oh my goodness, if only I would have come to the set of Once Upon a Time five years ago, my experience would have been different. Well, you know the trick about that? I'll never know. Because I can't go back. I love the quote by, it's attributed to C.S. Lewis, honestly don't know who said it, but it says, you can't go back and, and start over. But you can start where you are right now and change the beginning or, and change the ending. I, I've got a, a former client. She has a song that it's called In the Middle of Starting Over. And, you know, she talks about how we're you know, all in the middle of starting over. I love it. I, I love that idea because every single one of us, no matter what we are going through, we all go through the experience of trying again, starting over. And it feels hard because we're taking with us our past. We're taking with us all of this thought that we have in our heads. I mean, oh my goodness, my, my, my client has written, especially compared to what I've written, a lot of books. I think she's written like six or seven or, or something like that. And, and, and she's, she writes these cool uh, cozy by the sea mysteries that are awesome. If, if you've got, I mean, she writes a lot for young adults. So if you've got kids or know of nieces and nephews, definitely recommend them. Um, but you know, I, I look at, oh my goodness, she's written this many books and I haven't even finished my first and I've been working on mine for 10 years. Okay, well, what do I want to do now? Because there's something else about showing up. Like if I, if I sit in my chair at home, and this is, happens plenty of times, if I sit in my chair at home, just sitting there, 
thinking about the next right thing to do, it doesn't work. But if I pick something to just go and do, it's either going to come or it's not going to come. Action is the best feedback that we can have sometimes. What if your life really could be everything you wanted it to be? I mean, do you really love so much of holding on to that past and getting burned by it every time? You know, it's almost like we, we, put our, we put our past in a tiny little lantern that we carry around and it's like this scorching hot coal and then we decide to pick it up. Oh, I can't do that. I got my past. Ow, that hurts really bad. Oh, I can't do that. I got my past. Ow. That ow feeling, that hot feeling is saying, hey, stop thinking about this. Stop worrying about this. Stop thinking that you're on the wrong path or that your path would have been different. Because you know what I have now? This is one thing my my uh, my friend Shannon, her, her husband Scott said last night, or not even just last night, he said, you know, experience. All about experience. Experience is so valuable if you use it. If you use that experience, it's like for, this is a totally random one, but for uh, every time I packed, it would be kind of daunting. And what I did finally, this was years ago, I finally just created a giant list of everything that I needed. And I just go through a list that I keep on my computer all the time. Every time I travel, I go through the entire list. And so it makes things really simple. Well, I learned from experience that, oh my goodness, I, I don't want to forget anything. Okay, well, let's just write stuff down. We, we learn by experience, even though we don't want to. If I run into a glass door, this, this was a true story. When I was a kid, we were at, at, in Washington, D.C., and I, there was a candy store that I'd gone into and I wanted something and I ran out and then I ran back and, and I run right through the door. Bam! Well, not through the door, but I, I hit the door pretty hard and it hurt. Well, do I want to get up again and hit the door again? No. Th this thing about overthinking is so powerful because oftentimes we can't do anything about it. We can't, you can't do anything about your past. So stop trying. Say, oh, cool. Well, I mean, if, if you want a practical tool, which I, I really don't try to give you guys on these because all I want to do is point you back to yourself, back to that beautiful feeling, back to the spirit, back to God. If you want a practical tool when you're starting to overthink your past, okay, well, what do I want to take from that and do with it now? Well, I wish I would have gone and, and, and gone five years ago to see this show. It would have been awesome. It would have been amazing. And the funny thing I learned, I didn't realize how cheap it was to fly to Canada. It was 200 bucks. 200 bucks round trip. I could have flown to Canada and seen this set. Are you kidding me? And the place is honestly almost within walking distance of the airport. I mean, it'd be a little bit of a walk. It's like five, 10 miles, but still. Oh my goodness. We let so much stop us from the experiences we want to have. And it's like, oh, I'm mean, even thinking about it now. I'm like, that, that feeling starts to pick up a little bit. Guys, your life is everything possible. I mean, go follow me on Instagram. Follow, follow my story because my, my story is meant to be. 
to inspire you to live your life. This is what I've been instructed by God to do. Joseph, I want you to go live the most amazing life that you can live and inspire other people to do the same. Really? Like, that's, that's it? Are you sure? Are, are you certain? Like, there's not a bigger and more important thing that I can do for you? No. Go do that. You know, the cool part about that is everything falls into being the It's Possible guy. Everything. I mean, I can write books. I can, I can record books. I can do all kinds of stuff. But you know what doesn't get me very far is sitting in a chair thinking about it. There's a difference between sitting in a chair and listening. And this is something I learned at the conference with George and Linda Pransky. If I'm sitting in a chair not trying to figure it out and I'm just listening, essentially that question, God, what would thou have me do? Then I'm listening and I'm not overthinking. And then I'm actually taking action instead of sitting around doing nothing. Which I've done quite often. Guys, let all of my experience serve you. You can either learn from my experience or you can go through your own school of hard knocks. And oh my goodness, if I could take the past 10 years and, and shift, on one hand, that'd be pretty cool. And on the other hand, my hope and my, my prayer even is to save you guys from going through the 10 plus years, even truthfully, like 17 years of being single and letting myself be miserable. Are you going to have thoughts that you're frustrated and upset? Absolutely. That's just part of life. Go out and be happy. Whether you're single, whether you're anything. Because you always think it's going to be better on the other side. It's not. It's better where you're at. So, once again, we can't go back and change the past. But it doesn't stop us from trying. Maybe stop trying to change the past. And just be in the present, be in the now, be in this beautiful, beautiful feeling. And you will be amazed at what begins to happen in your life. Th thanks again, guys, so much for listening and for a hundred episodes. If you guys hadn't been listening, if I, haven't, if I hadn't seen that people were actually listening, I probably would have stopped this a long time ago. And I'm so, so, so grateful to each of you because I learn so much as I do these podcasts as well. Thank you. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one -on -one coaching time with me depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. 
Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.